0: Hi, this is Bex from Gareth's Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Rob and Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised.
1: I'm back, and I'm ready to put my foot inside someone's ass! That's how it's done. In this corner, the devastating
2: duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob
3: and Slim!
1: You're listening to Rob and Slim interviews with Rob Sports, Am I Right? And Slim, What About
4: Politics? Internet Radio's Finest. That, right,
5: and we'll do that. Hey. How about now? There we go. Hey. That's All perfect. right, That's hey. Hey. I fixed it. I'm zooming. We're zooming live. Zooming, (laughs) (laughs) zooming live uh, uh, with Robin Slim and Cold Callers comedy. You guys are in London. Uh, How are you guys uh, doing over there? Yeah, are you still in like a a severe like lockdown?
6: Yeah, we're in our
5: most severe lockdown. I think, isn't it, Paul?
7: Since well, yeah, since last year, the most severe one. Yeah, Yeah, because
5: I saw like the night before. uh, I don't know, one of the nights before Christmas, everyone was traveling because they were like locking everything down over there. Yeah, yeah.
6: I mean, Boris was very kind to close Christmas down for us in you know Alan Rickman style. Well, Robin you guys Hague. got your
5: own variant though. You guys got like a badass like fucking variant of the of the COVID, right?
6: Yeah, we've got we've got the Cockney variant. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah.
7: <laughs> oh man, I don't want and that gives zero. <laughs> Give zero fucks. <laughs> yeah, zero
6: fucks. Not as bad as the South African variant though. I hear you know that one's a, a lot more you know aggressive. The Cockney one just talks to talk doesn't. No, doesn't walk doesn't the walk. Walk the walk. Are you guys
5: uh, going to get the uh, vaccine when it's available? Because I've heard some bad shit about that. Um, I mean, I will. I'll definitely get the vaccine. Yeah, I'm
6: thinking Plus about I'll
7: get a vaccine. Yeah, I'll get the Pfizer one is another matter. That's...
5: Get... I might want to wait. I want. might want to wait till it's not the one that's going to give me Bell's Palsy or kill me four days later. I don't know. It's, it's, well, the it's... good
7: thing about us being sort of young, virile, healthy <sighs> men... Boy, we won't. They won't get to us for a while.
6: Yeah, exactly. They can test it out for you know six months or something.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. Well, how do you guys see us though? I, I I did listen to a bunch of guys' shows, and just the fact that you guys are just like watching our fucking politics. It's it's just it's fascinating that it's it's so entertaining. <laughs> I, I mean, I've, I've been watching the inauguration today just because it's it's just, just really entertaining. Case. It never was... cared before never cared <laughs> right i never i never even cared about politics we never talked politics ever until this it's like professional wrestling this year
7: <laughs> the thing is now that you know he's going he's gone there's we might have less 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 material to work with now that's yes. the problem yes the only downside for us I, know. Oh. I
6: don't know i don't think trump's going anywhere is he he's going to be <laughs> He's going to be lingering in the shadows doing oh. some crazy stuff. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be in a compound. Yeah, just
7: lingering. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> with, his, with his several different Melanias, whichever one is the real one. We don't know. We just don't know.
7: <laughs> like Fembots. <laughs> <laughs> Love the Fembots.
5: Love the Fembots. But you guys, how did you guys meet? Because you're both actors... I know paul uh writes and sings and ryan is also a comedian and musician so how did you guys first connect go for it paul
7: why me i don't know just lazy <laughs> right, um we both met at uh a drama school uh called east 15 acting school based in london or just outside london um that's how we met so we were in the same year never in the same class but there was one class that we would actually be in the same class and we just happened to strike up a friendship.
6: The bromance um, blossomed.
7: Nice. The bromance blossomed. Um, <laughs> we, we made a band, a serious band. Um, weren't very good. Um, it was all right. It was all right. We were great. But yeah, we thought we were good. <laughs> no one agreed. No one else did. Um, and then we decided that we kind of, the lyrics kept getting funnier and so we just thought, why don't we just do a, a comedy band instead and so, that was the next thing we just did comedy songs
6: it was about i mean this was about it was just over 10 years ago oh, and it was it was at the height of kind of flight of the concords as well yeah, so yeah. they were very popular at the time so they
7: paved the way almost
6: they yeah they did it kind of inspired us like obviously there was other people out there that were were doing like you know tenacious d and stuff like that but yeah flight of the concords really were the ones that kind of inspired us they kind of they were very much our
5: sort of dry sense of humor hmm that's why I first fell in love with you guys was the, the I'm glad it's Christmas once a year song. I, I found it so great, so great, and that's <laughs> that was my introduction. to You guys and I was like, these guys are great. They I love that dry sense of humor. I love that. Oh, amazing! Thank
6: you. Well, we we do have new songs coming out. Well,
5: that's, yeah. that was one of my questions. I, I I do have the new song. I have uh, Tears Fall Down, but I was going to ask you guys if you had ever put out a like a full comedy album of songs.
7: Never an album. Nope. But we're working on one at the moment cool um we, we recorded like rough demos of songs that a long time ago that most of which probably won't get re-recorded
6: yeah <laughs> they were very reliant I think on live audiences those songs yes. like they don't work as like well-produced tracks that's the only sort of issue I think they with, work for a
7: live somebody. comedy show. so they'll, they'll probably be in a live set still yeah yeah we were allowed to do that again cool yeah that's
3: uh yeah
5: have you guys been able to work at all during the, the pandemic
1: no not really no, no. Just, been sort of,
5: just been watching
6: my partner work to be honest like you know that's been tiring enough uh, i never got a break i'm i'm
5: essential so i i kind of wanted at oh. least like two weeks but I, I never got it i never got it but uh Slim's just Slim's clicking away he's, I know I'm, so, you're, I'm you're sorry You're gonna watch I'm this interview look, And you're I'm, gonna be like <laughs> This nerd is just Staring at a screen I, Clicking I've just
4: absorbed And it's the first time That I, I'm using Zoom <laughs> So I'm like trying to figure out All kinds of different ways I can set everything he up he came in his pants so, guys Yeah, <laughs> got yeah He's so, excited on a green, It's fancy He's gone green I don't know if that was <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> He's
5: totally immersed He took the
4: red pill Or the blue pill I don't know which pill <laughs> 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 Is this fucking one He's
7: falling down the rabbit hole Either way Yeah <laughs> this is is
4: different than uh skype deep in the zoom (laughs) hole if you know what
5: i mean guys (laughs) oh shit but i do i have the new single i have tears fall down is it cool if i play it
7: yeah absolutely i mean yeah this is an absolute exclusive for you guys um this single is not available till february the 5th um and pretty much no one outside our inner circle was heard this yet until now cool
5: i feel amazing about that and uh where is it going to be available
7: everywhere like you know, Spotify, iTunes, Spotify. Apple. i mean you know we, we released it we were sort of uh, raising awareness for male men's mental health really um you know but in a funny way but in a funny way we're just highlighting that you know that it's okay to to have tears
5: cool i will start it right now guys
7: sure
1: Me cry,
6: being in the nude, it makes me cry. When I eat food, it makes me cry. When I go the wrong way, it makes me cry. Christmas Day, it makes me cry. A baby giraffe, it makes me cry. When I try to laugh, it makes me cry.
5: I fucking loved it. <laughs>
4: oh.
3: Yes,
5: god damn it. well we had we had ourselves muted and, and slim during it said very lonely island <laughs> uh,
4: very lonely, lonely island like mixed with like weird owl like I got a little weird owl vibes and like so lonely, have, lonely island I'll vibes thrown in there
5: yeah. i like that that's good yeah a little bit weird that's Al, and lonely island yeah. <laughs> love it i love it i love it i love the synthesizers i can never get enough synthesizers in my day or night so oh it's, hell yeah,
7: yeah. we just, just fancy doing something a little bit 80s inspired as well why yes. not yeah.
5: <laughs> yes. So good. So good. Oh, that, what, what inspired that song? Just guys, gotta stop. Gotta stop or start crying, or or both.
7: That's the thing.
6: I, I don't even know really. To be honest, we
7: Just wanted cry to- if you want don't be afraid to cry it's not yeah exactly
6: yeah Yeah. i mean i feel like the way we sing it is very um confidently (laughs) i cry so what you know i think that's what you want
5: to say everybody does yeah just do it alone in your car don't let them see you do it at work just (laughs) do it in the bathroom or in the car on the drive
6: home no one's (laughs) looking. yeah Yeah. (laughs) i feel like you want to just talk
7: just talk to someone yeah exactly
6: cry with them
7: (laughs) Yeah.
5: That's so good. I want to ask you, your, your guys' podcast. You guys hit 50 episodes. How long have you been doing it? Uh, well, um, this
6: is the second time we've done a podcast. So we did start one, um, what was it, 10 years ago? Something like that? Yeah, like something like 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 nine like that. years ago? Oh, no, it would when be it 10 quite, years ago now.
7: Yeah, it was quite a small industry at the time.
6: Yeah, it was like Ricky Gervais and, you know, probably Maybe Joe Gervais. Rogan, probably Joe Rogan as well. Yeah. Um, He's been, I feel like he's been doing it forever. Um, and then we stopped because we just didn't have the time. Um, and also I don't think it was very good. <laughs> um, so we decided to come back. Um, nice. oh, just over a year ago now, wasn't it? It was November
7: yeah.
5: 2019. Yeah, cool. Do you guys do it um, uh, live together or, uh, like on the internet?
6: Um, so we record via like Skype or Zoom sort of thing. Um, and then it's all edited and you know, sort of put out. Or every week on a Monday, Monday yeah. morning. I mean, oh, wow. when we
7: first started, we were in the same room. Um, but you know, grateful for modern technology and good microphones means that it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound any different now.
6: Mm. And I don't have to be anywhere near Paul, so it's which a plus. is
7: always a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> the, the smell.
5: Oh no! Who's We'd the bigger get one of those. Who's the bigger <laughs> one, Paul, Paul or Ryan? Who's who's the, the, the showboater?
6: Uh, the showboat, I don't oh. know really. I mean, like Paul, sort of you, you, you kind of start the show, don't you? You're kind of the
7: yeah. But and I just kind of take over. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can't get a word in. No, it's, it's it's about even. I think someone said to me that I am the more excitable one.
6: and I'm the moany one.
7: And he's a bit. He's a bit more laid back and moany. <laughs> but we compliment each other. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. For instance, yes. you're very handsome today.
4: Oh, thanks very much. Yeah, we never do that. (laughs) I never, I never never tell Rob like, you know what, your hat, perfect angle today. I start.
5: uh, (laughs) I (laughs) berate some a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of negative energy. We go
4: into it, you know, feeling shitty about each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why am
5: I here again? God damn it!
6: But it's like the podcast for us though is really like. it, I mean, it's the thing is, in this in, in acting industry and stuff like that, in the creative industry, it's it can be so difficult to get your work out there. And also, as well, if you go into anything like film or radio, there's a lot of limitations and restrictions. And with podcasts, you can say whatever you want. Yes, you can do the yeah. weirdest, craziest stuff and get away with it. And it, Like you know, having
7: Tom Hardy yeah. test hats. Test hats, exactly. <laughs> you know, sidekick Bane snapping necks. It's... <laughs> It wouldn't it wouldn't get done on telly <laughs> you know and we, we can, can build an a,
5: audience that, that loves that
7: yeah
6: we can have a game segment that's called suck on my big fat dictionary and <laughs> no one says anything
4: and it's fine
7: <laughs> is, but is that because they don't care or they love it or because no one's listening that, ah, we, just, have we just don't know that's, that's it. It. <laughs> uh, it reminds
4: me uh when we first started way before because we had a show uh the rbj show before we were the robin slim show extra member that we kicked off but um We used to do a game show called Who's That Bulge? And Rob collected pictures of, like, famous people, but you just got to see their penis. You got to see their bulge. Just their bulge. And we'd have to guess on who that bulge belonged to. Yeah, I'd give a
5: little hint, and and they'd all guess and and buzz in. (laughs)
7: Did he get... did it get a bit much? when you'd fall asleep and you would dream of bulges? Just <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Oh. I. Well,
4: I mean, I dream, dream of. I, I was dreaming of bulges before that.
7: Bulges all day long. So, yeah.
5: yeah. Slim's what you call a natural bulge hunter. He was yes. always. Yeah. He would watch yeah. like the Winter Olympics just to see the yeah. finger skaters.
4: That's why we did the game show because Rob yeah. was like, I don't think anybody can beat Slim in uh, guessing bulges. <laughs> <laughs> just,
7: Battle of the bulge. Battle of the bulge. <laughs> <laughs> Yes.
5: What's that uh, called?
4: Who's that bulge? Right? That who's bulge? That, bulge? Yep. that bulge?
5: And I think I saw. I, I, I was. I was stuck at a, a place getting an oil change one day, and on TV on the morning show, it was like they had a "Who's that hunk?" segment. So I'm like, "Oh yeah, who's that hunk? Who's that bulge?" Uh, that's what I take this to. <laughs> I
7: like
5: it. Uh, what do, you, uh, do you guys know what you have planned for your next episode?
7: Nope.
6: Uh, nope. <laughs> kind of yeah so we see what happens really um i think are we re- recording tomorrow All i right. think aren't we
7: Paul? yeah we have we had a few um things that didn't make the 50th episode that i think we're gonna like rehash or and just shove in this episode cool. can't remember what they were but doing my show notes yeah and, exactly um, that didn't make it we do a lot we write a lot of stuff down that we're gonna do nice. and then we end up just riffing on the day and so that more often than not it never makes in the episode what we yeah. plan to do just what <laughs> nice. don't
5: plan. and what uh, what so far has been one of your favourite episodes or moments during your show
3: oh.
6: Oh, that's a tough one I mean I think the Hardy's our, our Tom Hardy uh, sketches are always kind of fun just because of the the, the mad stuff that we, we put into them uh, and and the mad stuff that we get our Tom Hardy our version of Tom Hardy to do yeah,
7: this is the real one <laughs> um yeah, but some of the, some more. of the
6: guests we've had, yeah <laughs> but some of the guests we've had on i think have been a, a real big highlight like we're, <laughs> nice. we're very fortunate that we have like connections within sort of not only comedy but theater and film um so we have managed to get a few cool people on to onto the show which is you know it's always nice and you always get to sort of like hear interesting and fun stories that's oh so, awesome. yeah that's, that's awesome.
4: awesome so you guys have I'm sorry,
7: you've interviewed Tom Hardy or you do like a parody version of Tom Hardy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, do the par- we, we actually wrote to Tom Hardy because we wanted to get him on the show. Didn't get a response. We've got a cease and desist, actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, no, but we do a parody of Tom Hardy. Um, it's quite low, mate. It's Tom Hardy here. Basically, he's, he's basically Tom Hardy from Piggy Blinders. So. Oh, okay. But it's Tom Hardy, from, but he... Early on, it started off. Tom Hardy would meet other Tom Hardys from different films. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tom Hardy from Freaky Blinders, and this is Tom Hardy from wherever, wherever Venom. is yeah, it a Venom, Venom. Tom yeah. Hardy. We did do that, and we did yeah, a great yeah. Venom effect. We did a Venom, yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was fun. And, and then was... they, they go out testing hats. We thought, what would be the most ridiculous thing that Tom Hardy would do? You
6: test the hardness of a hat
7: yeah, it's called hardy's hardest hats <laughs> and, but we do and, have a patreon version of the show now just called hardy hard tom hardy's hardy advice so, i like um, that so i feel like
4: on. i feel like that's advice that's gonna make me a man yeah! You know, some hardy's hardy advice. <laughs>
3: yeah
6: it's you know like you know tips and tricks and hacks and stuff like that yeah. you know the audience write in they can ask whatever they want you know how do I look cool in the bar if I don't want to drink? You'd be like, just have half a beer, mate, and just put it in a pint glass. No, want to know stuff like that. Yeah.
4: What, what do you guys think right now? Rob and I are drinking Coors Bankwit because we both just binge watched a uh, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. So we're. Oh. <laughs> I've seen the
6: first most of the first series loving it absolutely loving yeah it. it's
4: really good yeah and the the main character in there uh johnny lawrence drinks uh, a coors banquet so we just went to the liquor store earlier and we we're like eh, we just watched cobra kai we gotta get the coors banquet gotta
6: try this this stuff what, what is it like an import or something or is it
4: it's like a fancier coors light i guess is oh yeah <laughs> in this cool little bottle you can yeah, smash on absolutely. someone's face in a parking lot fight so yeah it's good yeah it's pretty big like it's it's, it's like it's girthy it's... yeah <laughs>
7: it reminds me a little bit of uh deval uh the beer Duval those bottles they're like oh that. yes
2: yeah yeah
6: that's mm-hmm. belgium isn't it is it Belgian beer sure
7: <laughs> <laughs> i think it is yeah <laughs> so whenever, I think,
6: <laughs> whenever i think of Cause light i always think of uh Rob the old ben john ben. Jean Claude Van Damme, Van Damme. The Rob Van Damme.
3: That's the wrestler.
7: That's the wrestler.
6: That Jean Claude Van Damme adverts. Yeah. So he's like, oh, ice cold uh, <laughs> and, and He's raging right now.
7: He's like, they didn't buy beer after my advert. They're <laughs> buying it after Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah.
6: <laughs> I still get Coors Light every now and then just so I can put it in the freezer and see the label go blue. <laughs> yeah,
3: right. And then you just dump it
4: out after that. You're just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it's done its purpose.
6: <laughs> yeah, little things like that keep me through the day at the moment. So.
5: Well, that'd be, it'd be an import for week. you guys. How much is Coors Light over the pond? Because I think it's like free over here. I think they pay. <laughs> like over busy. here, they're <laughs> like, here, take <laughs> this <laughs> out of my <laughs> store. I'll pay you.
4: The local yeah. bar is dollar cores lights <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
5: wow <laughs>
7: it's like a ten dollar no, draft over there so long how about do you know ryan
6: i mean i haven't bought alcohol in a pub for a long time that's True. for certain um i mean like
7: eight ten quid for like 12 bottles maybe
6: Yeah. i don't like know what quid is. is
4: that equivalent um, to a dollar i don't know
7: <laughs> that's a squid, uh, ten, squid. 10
4: 10 do- 10 pound
6: that's like 15 dollars. i think Oh, oh wow!
4: Yeah, that's expensive. That's, that's a, a lot for a yeah. coarse light. It's too <laughs> much. Might <laughs> as well just get an IPA at that point. Like, <laughs> what are we do? I mean, we're,
6: we're talking like twenty, twenty bottles, twenty cans.
5: Oh, it's a good night. Yeah, yeah, is
6: it good? No, exactly. Or is, you know, we call it over here a challenge.
5: <laughs> <laughs> a problem. <laughs> so, so
7: here, you can just get them in the old supermarket. I don't know if it is it just liquor stores there. or um, Yeah. You get-
5: it depends on what state you're in, though. Yeah, some states you just go into the supermarket or, or a, do- a convenience store and grab it. But in uh, over here in Jersey, you have to go to a liquor store. Yeah,
4: Jersey oh. is very uh, strict about their liquor laws. So. Yep. That's, oh, that's one thing, jersey. is you can only get beer and alcohol at a liquor store, not at a super uh, center.
6: Yep. Oh, jeez. I always I always think of um, Stone Cold Steve Austin when he went on that rant, that, like, 10-minute rant about, like, the booze he bought to bring to a dry state or something. And he's just sort of like,
1: I got beer, I got whiskey,
4: vodka, more beer, whiskey. Ginger ale. Nobody what? said ginger ale. What? <laughs> <laughs> I like your your your, your uh, Stone Steve called called Austin. It's, Stone it's, it's, cold. cold. Stone cold. I don't know wrestling, Stone but I like your little drunk and doesn't and, know wrestling. Little drunk and don't know your wrestling, but I like that. I like the <laughs> accent you just did. It's it's very. Got me. Cool.
6: I think even if you're not a wrestling fan, you got to be a fan of uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold really Steve
4: have. Austin. Well, I grew up in that era. I'm I'm only like 32, he, so I was in the middle of like the WCW, WCW guy, versus though. WWF. Yeah. Like I a was. Wolf. Into the WCW, but like, yeah. you know, you would have those arguments with your friends at school, fucking, you know, whatever, fifth grade, and it's like, ah, oh, WCW is better, WWF is better. Like, that was the era I grew up in.
6: Yeah, I remember. It was a good yeah. era. It was a good era, yeah.
5: yeah it was. Arguably. The 90s. this is <laughs> good this good was a good era. time. It's a good time. Guys, thank you so much for talking to us, though. It's been a fucking blast. No, nah, absolutely fun. pleasure.
7: Thanks for having us, and mm-hmm. thanks for playing the song. No problem. Glad yeah, you. you liked it. Thanks awesome. for sending it. Yeah, it. it's it's fifth great. Don't forget. What what Don't are these
4: the... what are these wind you guys got on your mics? They're like big and they oh, look really oh. cool. Like what is this? I is love that,
7: a, that. It dampens the sound. Um
4: it's like a little miniature
6: studio. I suppose. Well, like, oh, like at <laughs>
4: yeah. mine, though. Like, mine is, I'll pull mine off real quick. It's, it's like a, a little, little thing,
6: I but just use it's, a little screen.
0: it's
4: not even close to the size of yours. It's a little. These, uh, it, these, it these come, the
7: sound reflections. These come oh. with their own
6: pop shield as well. You can't quite yeah. see Oh, it's hole, got a, a pop there. shield in it!
7: Well, wow. It, yeah. <laughs> wow! that's
4: cool. Semi- you guys are advanced. <laughs> Send Semi- oh. me
5: that. Oh, motherfucker! Hang oh. up
4: with that. Right, that's
3: our
0: next
5: our call, uh, guys. But uh,
7: where can everybody find you both? Oh, uh, good idea. Twitter at Cold Callers. Instagram Cold Callers under under underscore Unders- underscore <laughs> underscore comedy. Facebook Cold Callers Comedy. Uh, YouTube Cold Callers Comedy yeah it's all we're, we're there we've got videos we've got sketches as well so check us out and
6: send, send us a message send
5: us a message <laughs> all right. absolutely guys thank you so much have a great rest of your night over there thank you thanks so very much. much
7: gonna go to bed now ah. <laughs> all right hardcore <laughs> don't cry don't cry <laughs> don't, don't cry <laughs> don't <try not> to.
5: <laughs> we love you guys
7: <laughs> we love you thank you You're the best. thanks very much guys
5: yep. no problem I'll talk to you soon guys have a good night we'll be back Rob and Slim Show, we are back with Laura Cayuette.
0: Hello, hello. How are you, Laura? Oh, Lord. How are are we supposed to answer that nowadays? I'm hanging in there.
5: (laughs) It's been a while since we last talked, and I know you're in in New Orleans. Uh, Were you affected by Hurricane uh, Zeta?
0: You know, I probably shouldn't even tell this tale because it'll make me easier to find in the world, but... (sighs) We were, you know how every time there's a a disaster, they always show one location that like really shows you how bad it was?
3: Yeah. It was our house. Oh, no. It
0: was our house. It was in all the AP photos, all the global,
3: yeah. I'm
5: so
1: So, sorry. So
0: we were okay, but the house next door to us, which was abandoned, had collapsed and it was, it fell sideways into our house and so so yeah it was oh. not so good zeta for us no <laughs>
5: no that's that's not not good oh my god besides besides the whole year being a total dumpster fire and then there, <laughs> calamity then you know yeah. That, yeah 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 <laughs> oh.
0: yeah and a, a total work-free zone for me
5: oh i'm so sorry yeah that's a, another thing uh, i was wondering if, if you were able to work at all
0: You know, I mean, I'm able to find things to do in lieu of of my career, you know. I'm able to occupy my time. How is
5: is New Orleans, though, with the lockdown? Are you, like, up here it's mandatory, masks everywhere. Are you guys mandatory down there?
0: Yes, actually, we're very careful here because, um, you know, we're a black city, so we take it very seriously and have from the very beginning, and... um, i would say the only people you see not masking around here um if you're walking down the street and there's nobody around you why would you wear a mask but the people that you see like on the city streets you know like where it's more crowded yeah they're the tourists and we have tourists we have actual tourists wow and they come here from other parts and they don't mask
5: that oh wow wow see that's what i was wondering too if tourism is still uh, a thing right now but yeah no why would oh i can't believe that
0: they come there it's just and,
4: so and disrespectful don't. yes
0: right yeah. yes. well and and look of course some tourists uh, many tourists do mask many tourists mask that's what i mean but there are there are many who don't and and they you know i don't i don't get the point of it because you can't go in anywhere
5: no no, yeah, like, if anything, you should be more careful if you're going somewhere else, I feel. I don't know.
0: I, I don't exactly. Know. <laughs> exactly. You know, I'm careful not to spill things in my own home, but I'm really careful not to spill things in somebody else's home, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes.
4: Oh. Here's a little tip, though, because uh, I work in retail. Apparently, you can get inside of any retail store, or at least the retailer that I work for, without wearing a mask, as long as you just say, I got a medical condition. It, Good. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so i got to do. i got a medical condition. What exactly condition.
0: would that medical condition be? Yeah, no, no, no none of your I'm business. Not, yeah, no, I, I, I don't,
5: don't got papers, uh, but i got a middle finger. Oh, um, I don't to, <laughs> I, I,
2: I'm not
0: allowed to well, look into it. Um, back when we were voting, I remember there was somebody in the line. And, of course, you know, with the voting, you had to, had to, had to, had to mask. There was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And there was somebody, you know, saying they didn't want to and that they – they couldn't breathe. They said they had trouble breathing. And I Mm -hmm. said, you have trouble breathing. And they said, yeah. And I said, well, imagine how much worse it will be if you get COVID. Yes, (laughs) that's what I'm always
5: thinking. That's what I'm always thinking. Like, you're not gonna be able to breathe at all with that. Uh, right. or i'll be i'll be in yes. a store and the, the, the stores everywhere have these public service like type announcements at play and it's like if you don't want to wear a mask you could do the online orders and i just want it once to be like if you don't want to wear, wear a mask you're gonna die i just i, I just want to <laughs> yeah. hear that well, and that's the thing is die. that we had
0: a lot of we still have a lot of death here and so. i lost four people in two months, and, you know, it's pretty oh. common around here. A lot of people have lost people. We have, yeah. one of our parade crews lost 40 people in the first few months. So I don't even know how many people they've lost now. Wow. Because um, it was an all-black crew, and so they've they've just, you know, they had like, I think, maybe 1,500 members, and they've just lost a swath of them.
1: Yeah, that's a big
0: deal. So, yeah, so I mean, we we're pretty serious about it down here. I I don't mean to be the bummer, but it is death, you know. Yeah, <laughs> so.
5: it is. I remember when uh, I have a, a a buddy that works in the, in the funeral home industry, and I asked him, and he was like, "Yes, it's 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 insane. I, I work twelve hour days, and and sometimes come yeah. in like in the middle of the night, like for to do stuff. Like it, it's a lot. It's a lot."
0: Well, and I think we think about the healthcare workers, but you're right. I don't think we think about the end of the journey and how many people are busy on that end.
5: And there was one of the islands in New York that they were just bringing bodies to, like, because they had nowhere else to put them at one point.
0: Which is just gruesome. And then my friends in L.A., like, you know that if you are sick in L.A., they evaluate you at your house, and if you're too far gone, they just leave you?
7: Wow. Wow. Wow.
0: So, yeah. So it could be worse. We could be in LA. Mm, yes, yes. So. <laughs> They're just like, ah, right,
4: you're gonna die. See you uh, later. Good luck. Yeah, just, just be in your own
5: bed. Just be in your own bed, and, and we'll yeah. see you sometime at uh, some
4: point. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> wow. Yeah,
0: I'm, I think better days are ahead, but I think we have another couple months.
5: Yeah. You know? Yeah, we're gonna have some. Yeah. We're definitely gonna have some. Uh, some. Well, some the vaccine thoughts. is out there. I was
4: telling Rob before but, the show. My mother just got the vaccine, but that. Did your
0: mom okay. I uh, then maybe your mom can free herself up to help my mom because my my mom has now a posse of people. She lives in Florida and every Wednesday you have to call in.
3: Okay. And
0: um and so today she had herself, my brother, my sister in law, like she had this whole line of people calling in to um, try and get her an appointment, and, and they were unsuccessful. So, so now I don't they have know. to wait until next Wednesday. My
4: uh-huh. mother is a healthcare worker, so I think she just got it first. She, well, she works. She's a cook at a nursing home.
2: Um,
0: that's, oh, my gosh. That's
5: yeah. still uh, That's so.
4: Still, so she just got it, like, two okay. days ago. Yeah. Hopefully she won't be dead in two days. I don't that's know.
0: That's the other I've thing heard I heard. some I people got the I vaccine. my father got it, and he, he unrelated did get sick and ended up having to go to the hospital and I was like, it's oh. only been two days he can't go near that hospital. <laughs> so, but he had to go to the hospital and he's been uh, so careful. He's been so careful but, yeah. you know, yeah. when you gotta go, you gotta go.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. Laura, uh, I know last time we had you on, we talked a bunch about uh, uh, Django Unchained and I had watched it right before that but now hmm. I looked it up again and I'm gonna have to re-watch it because Walton Goggins was in in that movie. Who was yes. he? Who I he love play? him. Yes. I love him. And he was uh, Billy Crash had a
0: hell of a ride. You should ask him about his ride because he um, he originally had this part, Billy Crash, that was um, a smaller part, and um, and then there was this other part that was supposed to be played by a different actor, and that didn't end up working out well. And so the other actor was no longer involved (laughs) and Walton ended up taking the lion's share of his lines. And so Walton and I had already been doing this part where he was playing the, the part he was supposed to play. And in that we were love interests. And so like in the scene where they ride up to Candyland for the first moment Mm-hmm. And they see Candyland for the very first moment, and I'm sitting up on the balcony having tea and, and scones. Yes. The There's a guy sitting with me, and it's Walton. But we couldn't show it because Walton is also in the caravan coming up to the house. Oh. <laughs> because he ended up taking that other guy's lines and that guy is in the caravan so we had to cut him out of the scenes oh. where he was in the house with me where oh. he was being my love interest because wow. it didn't make sense anymore yes so yeah so if you watch closely you can see a little piece of walton sitting on the balcony with me watching himself come up the.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that's,
3: cool. that's
0: amazing
5: i wanted to ask you yeah, yeah. w- uh, what kind of interaction you have with him because i live I've seen him in uh, Vice Principals and The Righteous Gemstones, and I just I love him. I love him. He's he's great.
0: Well, and the new show is real cute too. Have you seen The Unicorn? I know, but I've wanted to
5: get around to see that. I've heard it's really good. I've heard it's a really great show.
0: It's cute. It's really yeah. It is. It's fun, and it's it's you know it's good, clean fun for the whole family. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, he's he's great to work with. We had a lot of fun. Cool.
4: Can you get us in touch with him?
5: Uh, I was going to say.
3: <laughs> oh, Lord,
0: I haven't talked to him since Django. Oh, yes. oh, you know, there's no. the people that you definitely stay in touch with. There's the people you peripherally stay in touch with. And then there's the people that if you ran into him, you'd be thrilled to see him. But you didn't make a point of it. Mm. And he's one of those. Run I'd be thrilled gotcha. to see him, and I didn't make a point of it. That's great. <laughs> and I, I want to ask you, too.
5: I know, I know we talked about it, too, uh, that, that Tarantino wrote the role of, of Larry. Lee for you but did you still did you have to audition or anything like that i
0: did i did not only that but um not only did i have to read for the role that was written with me in mind but then even after that um pretty much the whole time the studio did not want me (laughs) so uh, i had to fight for my role even along the way wow they were
5: like because we're gonna get someone else in here right now. Oh yeah, wow. there were a lot
0: of way bigger names and interested as as there were when I did Kill Bill. When I did Kill Bill, there were people you know, people you'd never think of, people that are so wrong for the role, but that are, just have huge names. Yeah, you know. Wow. Yeah. Just the fact that you had to fight. Yeah, like the not names only... that were trying to be the Southern Belle from Louisiana was. I mean, from where is she from? In Mississippi. Yeah. Um. The uh, the names of the women who were trying to get that role in Django. Uh, it's like, what are you thinking? And and thank God they didn't get it. They're they're all terrific actors who would have been so wrong for the role.
5: Right. Wow. Gee, Not the fact. Not only the fact that you had to fight for it in the first place, but the whole way, every every step of oh, the yeah. way, like that. That blows my mind.
0: Who are... Oh, it's common. It happens to me a lot because I I never did the whole get famous thing. You know, oh. I just didn't um, do the stuff you got to do to be a famous person, and and so. They like famous.
4: Can you give me a quick reminder, who were you uh in Kill Bill?
0: I was Rocket. <laughs> I was the um stripper that runs the strip joint that um michael madsen works in yes. oh okay cool
3: <laughs>
5: how's he doing how's he doing michael madsen,
3: michael madsen. Uh, I, uh, had a rough... <laughs> he i love now he
0: and i have done a couple of movies together and um uh, he's a handful and a half but i adore him um we did kill bill and then we also i produced a movie with quentin called hell ride that starred okay. michael madsen dennis hopper david carradine Eric Maybe. Balfour, it was, it was a, you know, like a macho, <laughs> it was a biker movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, and it was written and directed by Larry Bishop, the son of Joey Bishop, of the Rat Pack. Wow.
4: Have you so, been, yeah. Have you been involved in any of uh, the recent, like, Tarantino stuff, like, uh, what was it, Once Upon Once a Time Once Upon a Time in, in Hollywood? Hollywood?
0: No, but wasn't that great? I have not seen I haven't it yet. yet. I know, I, so I, I not know. It. I figured Slim did. I, I watched
4: like the first maybe 30 40 minutes of it very drunk and I fell asleep. So I got to go back.
5: <laughs> oh,
3: no! oh, no! So You don't even know. You don't even know. It doesn't.
4: No, I've no, just never God.
3: I've
5: never gotten around to like picking up but Slim's like I've tried it and been, just and drunk I've been and drunk. Fell
4: asleep. But well I do like I do vaguely like I I will very much remember like just a scene where like uh the main character, what, is it Brad? No, not, uh, who's the other guy? Not Brad Pitt. It's Leo. Uh, Leo. Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio talking to the guy who's telling him, like, ah, he's got to be the villain from now on. Like, he used to be the hero. Now he's right. going to play the villain. Like, that was a really cool fucking scene. And, I don't know, I just never got back to watching
0: the rest <laughs> of it. Well, you should definitely watch it. I mean, first of all, it's too bad we don't have big screens. You know, like, yeah. it's a decision to go to a big screen movie right now mm. if, if they're even open. But yes. um that is such a big screen movie. And, and it was fun to see with an audience, you know, kind of world, you know, back when we used to do that. <laughs> um, but that movie, the I think, if you, I think if you like film and television and the history of film and television, um, I think that you can't help but love that movie. But I also think it's like the... It's like the crescendo of this conversation that Quentin has been having with us for years about violence in movies. Wow. It's, it's yeah, because Quentin has been having this very long dialogue with us about yeah. the place for violence in movies. And I think that movie, more than any other sort of brings it all together, all the ideas he's been trying to expose us to about violence in movies. Wow! I, I mean, Django really handled violence interesting because yeah. normally Quentin puts movie violence in his movie movies and realistic violence in his more reality-based movies.
3: Yeah. And
0: in Django, he mixed it, where whenever it was like, you know, over-the-top cowboys versus Indians-type scenes, he would have these big, you know blowouts and we called them blood bombs and, you know, it was very operatic violence. And then when you would see the, um, the violence against the slaves, it was all very realistic Mm. and upsetting. Yes. And, and I thought, well, isn't that interesting that he's going back and forth navigating this territory again, having this big conversation about what is the place for violence in movies and how does it work? And so when we get to Once Upon a Time, I mean, I can't talk about any of it because you fell asleep for all the spoilers, <laughs> right, but, yeah. but it's a very, <laughs> it's, a, it's a big deal part of that conversation. Okay.
4: Cool. What about, I can't remember, was Hateful Eight after Django or was that, that before was after Django? Yeah. So no, Hateful Reagan. Eight was after. Okay. I did see H- Hateful Eight in, um, in theaters. I just couldn't remember when it came out. Laura, what is the last movie you saw in
5: theaters?
0: Oh gosh! What was the last movie I saw? I can tell you the last thing I did before everything shut down was i was I went to a pelicans game, uh, you know, the NBA Pelicans game. yeah and i went and I went to a thing called Got Gumbo, which is a um they have like twenty five different restaurants twenty twenty five different restaurants will offer. Uh, two to three different types of gumbos, and or des- uh, they can also include desserts as well. And you pay like $20, 25 the-, the money goes to United Way, and it's all you can eat of all the, it's literally over 100 gumbos. That sounds amazing. And <laughs> so that was the last thing I did in the world before...
5: Everything shut down. Nice. I I just want to throw out there, Slim uh, has uh, another character he does, and somebody asked that Mm -hmm. character to talk about Gumbo, but he thought it was Gumby. So he did this whole, like, rap song uh, about uh, Gumby, the the clay, the little clay
0: guy. (laughs) He's... awesome <laughs> that's awesome you know what I, I can't even laugh though because i'm sitting here in <laughs> lipstick and mascara because i forgot that this was a call-in show <laughs> oh. i only wear lipstick and mascara like once a month and you guys got it and you we can't see it.
5: The, we got the best of you oh <laughs> man i can't believe i missed it uh i did see though laura you did you did put out uh another version of your book no small parts uh i correct? did
0: i did an update A uh, second edition And I added over 70 new pages.
5: Cool. Can you tell us anything that you added? Or is that...
0: I can. I mostly... Most of the new additions, um, I added a huge section, a whole chapter on self-taping. Because, you know, much like Zoom has taken over how we get together in the world, um, auditions now are... I mean, we were already having a lot of self-taping for auditions, but now it's just like that's the way you audition now. So, I thought any current book about acting has Mm. got to have a chapter on self-taping, or it's not current. And the other thing that, that to me, felt out of date was that, you know, it turns out that 94% of the women in my union uh, report having been assaulted at, at work, so... I don't think you can have a current book about acting without including a chapter on me too. like what to do if you see it or you hear about it or you are a victim or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I included that. And then the other thing that changed a lot is conventions. You know, when I was starting out, conventions were where careers went to die and now it's like where you launch Wonder Woman, you know, like Mm. it's, important to be part of a convention scene. So I wrote about that as well. And then I updated the whole book. You know, technologically, things change very quickly. So I don't recommend that people follow books for technology advice. But I do think you should always be updating.
5: Cool, cool. What is one of the most important things to do about, like, auditioning right now, about a Zoom audition?
0: Oh, gosh. Well... One of the most important things to do, I guess, would be to have, you know, some proper lighting and a decent camera. Mm. But I think one of the mistakes that people make is, like, the most common mistake is when you self-tape. I think people tend to do it when they think they're ready, and then they just keep doing it until they think they got it. And that is not how we audition. We audition at an appointment time, and we audition for, you know, a specific amount of time, and then it's somebody else's turn. And you should do that even at home. You should schedule a time that you're going to tape your audition, and then you should tape it at that time, and you should do it, you know, two or three times, just like you might get to do in the office, and then be done. Nice. Yeah. What? Yeah, I think people get really kind of like loosey goosey when they're at home. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's how I would feel. I would, I would definitely do that. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's good to remember it's a it's a job. It's a job interview. It's a it's yeah. a disciplined thing that's happening. Yes.
5: Yes. Yeah. I, I want to ask you too. What uh, what is some of your uh, favorite feedback that you've received about the book?
0: Well, I, my favorite feedback is when people tell me it got them work. And I'll tell you why. is because I'm exceedingly practical. I mean, anybody who's read that book knows I'm really ridiculously practical. I live a dreamer's life, but I, am, I think the only way to live a dreamer's life is to understand like money and appointments and things like that. So it's extremely practical. And, and I think that because of that, what I really care about the most is, did I help you? Did I help you get to the money part? Did I yes. help you get the job? And so that to me are the compliments that I, I guess mean the most to me in that way is that when I help somebody further their career, that is very gratifying. But, of course, I really enjoy it when people say that it, it, they had some sort of epiphany or that they uh, – my, my, my favorite feeling is when, when I either hear about or actually see in person somebody pull out my book and it's all dog-eared and, you know, highlighter all through it mm-hmm. and you yes. can tell that they are using it.
5: Yes. That's yes,
0: amazing. that feels so good. <laughs>
5: it's got to be a great feeling.
0: yeah. It is. It is. Because, you know, I wrote the book to demystify this, you know, very behind the curtain job. Yes. And, and so it, it makes me feel good when, when people are able to put it to good use and turn it into practical wisdom.
5: And I want to ask, too, What um, having 25 years in in acting and, and directing yeah. and all that, has, what has surprised you the most? Has there anything that's totally, totally been like, wow, I never thought I'd see that in this life?
0: That I never thought I'd do
5: that? So, see that. Like, is there anything that's ever thrown you for a loop that you've seen that's been like, wow, I, that's totally, totally shocked me?
0: Well, Harvey Weinstein's in jail. <laughs> That's the most shocking thing of my entire career. Had you
5: ever interacted with Harvey Weinstein? Yeah. <laughs> I did
0: five movies with Harvey.
5: Yes, I know. Yeah, I, I know yeah. that he did Django. I, 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 we talked to Escalante Lundy, and and he said during the scene he did in the Mandango fight, he came on and he was screaming at Quentin like, "You're running me over. You're, yeah. you're costing me too much." Like. So yeah, I heard he was like a real presence. In, in, well, that.
0: I will tell you, I'm very blessed because he hated me.
4: <laughs>
0: he always hated me. And I did 5 movies with that guy and he still hated me. I worked with 4 different of his directors and he still hated me. He always hated me, hated me, hated me. And I'll I used replace to be you, so Laura sad about it. Why does yeah. Harvey hate me? And he used to hate me internationally. Like, we'd run into each other in other countries and he'd hate me. <laughs> and and he'd never say anything like, I hate you. He would just look at me like, oh my god, uh, you again? Wow. And <laughs> so, he was just
4: like, this woman uh, isn't gonna sleep with me. That's <laughs> it, Laura. Uh, you were... The
0: thing is, now I feel so blessed, because <laughs> I didn't know that the option was, he hates you, or you know, rape. Or he rapes like, you. I didn't know those were your choices. <laughs> yeah. So I really feel blessed. I feel very, very blessed that he hated me. You're, you're a hero, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was that made him so anti, but... but uh. I'm glad now. You Whatever threw it off, was, I, I wish you, I could bottle it and sell it to other women. Yes, you threw <laughs> off
5: the right fucking vibe,
4: Laura. That's all we know. That's, You're oh. just too intimidating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I really don't know. Like, I have some guesses as to why I was not his favorite person. Oh. I, but I, I, it now becomes a little more clear of that maybe because I never slept with him. Like yeah. Maybe that was the problem.
5: Yes. Oh my God! That's that's a, wow. you're amazing. You're amazing, Laura.
0: You're,
5: you're, you're awesome. <laughs>
0: well, it's a brutal world out there. So yeah. he was just one of the many. But I am shocked that he ended up in jail because it's so much a part of how people do business.
5: Yes, which is what I I, I felt was good about that because it it hopefully will change that. Hopefully will change that.
0: So Well, one guy, one guy went to jail. Yeah, a whole one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so with uh,
4: without you getting yourself in trouble you can say that there's a lot of people still on Hollywood doing stuff like that.
0: Yeah. All the rest of them. Only oh, one guy went to jail. Wow. Wow. All the rest of them are still doing what they did. <laughs> yeah. It's shit. a very small price to pay. All you have to do is not be Harvey. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, Damn. and you're safe. Yeah.
3: You're free. Oh shit. Yeah.
0: Well, and as somebody very close to me observed, they said, you know, none of mine will ever go to jail because mine are pretty, and the pretty guys will never get called out. So wow. It's wow. true. That's They're the last of the list is the pretty guys. Can,
4: can you list their names right now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> can you? Oh, no.
4: no. No, no, no. I'm just to <laughs> start looking up pretty directors
5: and see.
0: <laughs> it's a. It's part of the business, and it's not just part of our business. It's mm. part of business.
5: Right. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. Shit. So it's just something that is, you know, don't have daughters unless you're ready to, you know, train them to defend themselves.
3: Yes.
5: Yes. Laura, thank you so much for talking to us. It, it's
0: On that it's... high note.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll yeah. end it on that. Don't have daughters. Uh, don't,
4: don't have, have daughters.
0: We're some more rape talk, right? <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> our show is this is my talk yeah, <laughs> uh, it's,
0: it's <laughs> <some> <laughs> well dance. I do remember that you guys are more into that talk than I well <laughs> we, do, do, so. we, do, we
3: do our
5: skin but it, yeah. it's
0: it's, it's uh, dances well, it was so it good to talk to you guys again oh
5: it was It was thank great thank you Laura thank you for coming on again where can well, everybody you always get me laughing so I appreciate that <laughs> oh I love it I love it so much where can everybody find you
0: well, I'm, at, uh, I'm on Twitter at NoSmallParts, K-N-O-W, SmallParts. Um, or you can just search Laura Kayouette, I guess. Or you could just go to com my website, which has links to all my other, my Facebook and my Twitter and my whatever, whatever.
3: Awesome. All my books. The I have books. seven books
0: now, so I, there's also that. Um, and you can find me on Amazon as well.
4: Are you working on an eighth book? Ooh.
0: I am taking a short break and, and getting a lot of noise about how I need to do audio books of the books oh. I already have before I go into doing other books. Oh. Um, but currently right now when I'm, I'm, I'm teaching, uh, you know, I, I'm teaching online. So like anybody in your audience could hire me. I mean, I'm teaching online. And then um, the other thing I'm doing is I'm working on a documentary. And it's early, so I'm not really talking a whole lot about it, but I am working on a documentary here in New Orleans.
4: Are you, awesome. Are, are you teaching um, acting online?
0: Yes. I am. I also teach directors and writers, but I, That's I, awesome. I, I taught at UNO, the University of New Orleans. Uh, I taught graduate school directors how to work with actors. So I enjoy doing that, but most of the work I do now is coaching actors. Cool. Awesome. Nice. So And it's fun. I enjoy it. And, and I've, I'm a third generation teacher, so it's in my blood.
3: <laughs> have
4: you ever taught anything else or has it always been just like acting?
0: No, I actually, <laughs> I actually, when I started out, I was going to be a college professor and I all my degrees, I have a couple of degrees and they're all in creative writing and English literature.
3: Cool.
4: All right, yeah, I, I, so. we would ask you more questions, but we gotta go. We gotta, gotta, we gotta go. go. Laura. Right. Next time, right, next right, time I'll we'll we we'll, we'll, we'll explore the teaching aspect. Next time we talk to yes. you. Yes.
5: Okay. Take care, <laughs> Laura. Bye, Bye guys. How's Bye. Robinson Show. We're back with Pervy the Clown. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Y'all, what Pervy? up? Pervy. Hey. How are you? How how's, how's the life of a pervy clown pretty good thinking a lot of ass yeah is that your gimmick pervy is that is that your main you getting point I, I spank the ass I like to spank the ass with the boat paddle and I like to get walky and if I don't get walky, I cream pie the girls like an actual pie yeah. Or
8: my cream.
4: Yeah, Pervy, you ever rap on a porn. I've always wanted to do a porno where I rap while I'm fucking a girl in the ass. You. Ooh.
5: Nice. That would be fun.
4: Yeah, we should collab or something.
5: Yeah, you guys should work together. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a girl with you now, Pervy? Uh, not at the moment. Are they all lining up, though, to, to, to work with you? Yeah. <laughs> like,
4: how big is that line?
5: Uh, yeah, how big? How big of a list is it to to get on?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
8: it's a, it's a big line. I'll talk normal. Wow,
4: I like that. Oh, the switch. What's up, guys?
8: What
3: is up, <laughs> up,
8: wow.
4: So <laughs> wait, the voice you were just doing is that like that's the voice you do during your porn?
8: Uh yeah, on the okay. clown show. Yeah
4: <laughs> Explains why I got hard.
5: Love got
8: it. it. Love it. Yeah. I I I I I, <laughs> I don't know how it came about, man. It was like that's, a whole fluke, man. That's what I was gonna I ask. Started, how did uh you... I started running a cam uh studio and putting girls on cam, and then I um I used to do uh like I used to work for a website doing pictures and videos a long time ago, back when I was younger. And then uh, I fucking started a cam uh, studio through my house because I had a big ass house. And I was like, uh, I was a chainsaw carver at the time. And I moved out to Arizona and there was nothing for me to do, man. And people weren't buying my sculptures. And my sculptures were just beautiful. And I won 11 years competition in, uh, in Michigan for sculptures. So I, I my stuff was just it was it was great, but just when I moved to Arizona, nobody wanted to pay to ship the stuff back, and uh, so I just I opened a cam studio and uh, I had a bunch of girls working through the cam studio, and then one day, a lot of times I'd put the girls together because they'd make more money working together, um, and I teach them how to tease and flirt the guys, you know, and you know, you got to tease with the guys and flirt with the guys, make them like you, make them want you, you know, and I do all that shit. And uh, one day, one of the girls was just like, uh, I think uh, one of the girls was on her time of the month. So she didn't want to work with another girl. And uh, the other girl wanted me to work with her. And I said, what do you want me to do? And she said, well, you're a good actor. You teach us all how to cam and all that stuff. And so I was like, okay, well what do you want me to do? And she said, well it's Halloween, so just go get some kind of costume or something. And uh so I was like, okay, so I went wow. and got a went to Party City and I ended up getting a c- clown outfit and I'd never been into clowns before. And uh so I just I didn't even know what the hell to do, you guys. And so I went got this clown outfit, came back to the house and uh the next day, I was supposed to get online with the girl. So I sat back that night and caught a buzz and started just skipping around with movies. And uh, I found a movie, it was called uh, Men and Mice or something. And it had a, a, a guy that was an older guy. And he was uh, kind of like had a retardation problem where he talked <laughs> funny. Um, so I kind of, I kind of mimicked his voice, tried to, and I came up with that, I came up with that pervy voice, man. (laughs) And then, yeah, so then we got, we got online and uh, a buddy of mine handed me a boat paddle and he's like, use this boat paddle. And I'm like, I don't know if I could do that on Chatterbait. And, uh, so we got online and I thought, okay, well, fuck, you know, I'll just (laughs) bring back like you know how you would when you're younger and you like antagonizing your sisters, (laughs) girlfriends and you know, all this shit. So I'm like, okay, I'll do that. And just like antagonize these girls and try to get lucky and do, if I don't, I'll just do the worstest things I possibly can to them (laughs) that will surprise them and shock the hell out of everybody. (laughs) And, uh, it just went into play, man. It, that it first works. night we yeah, first night we got on, we got on for an hour, and uh, we made uh, about fourteen hundred bucks.
3: Wow! So
8: wow. yeah, I was like, "Holy shit!" And people were coming in the room. And you know, when I first got on, I thought, "Man, people are gonna think I might be funny. You know, something's wrong with me. Um, you know this." just go for it, fuck it, you know, why not be like uh, Ace Ventura or something, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, fuck it, you got to go all out. So I'm just like, okay, nobody can tell who I am, you know, I'm in pain, fuck it. So I jumped on there and got crazy and people would come in the room and they'd go, oh my God, am I fucking high or what? (laughs) And they were flipping out. We packed the house, man. We had, gosh, probably 30,000 people in our room. Wow. And uh, we did an hour show. And at that time, I was sweating, you know, from all that makeup and dancing around and torturing the girl. And uh, (laughs) so I was like, oh, shit. We got offline. And uh, the next morning, somebody messaged and said, hey, how much to have another clown show? And at that time, I didn't have the name Pervy down yet. Oh. And so yeah, so I was like, Okay, uh I don't know man, what do you give me? And the guy's <laughs> like, I'll give you five hundred to do another show. What? So I'm like, Okay, so he sends me five hundred on PayPal and uh I was like, Fuck it man, I'll do it again. <laughs> so we got online that night and did it again and we must have pulled about two thousand dollars in fucking probably an hour, That's you know, an hour, 10 minutes or something. Yeah. And, uh, it was it. That was it. I was like, wow, this is awesome money. Yeah, you man. know, it, it's fun. So I was <laughs> just like, you know, to try and get lucky and to humiliate the girl and do things they don't expect. And right at that time, uh, I think I was into my third show and, uh, about my third show, and uh the radios started hitting me like you guys. and uh, and uh I got contacted from Rob Zombie to be in a movie. Um I got it was just like everything hit me at once. Uh, all the mainstream porn stars that we grew up with, all wanted to be on the Pervy Clown show, and I'm like, "Oh my God!" Dude. And I'm like, "I used to masturbate to this one when <laughs> I was young." <laughs> I'm like,
5: "No <laughs> fucking way, dude!" That's what I saw. Then, I mean, uh, I, I saw you. Yeah, you you, you just, worked with Scott it
8: just Extreme. fucking storms, man. Yeah, you worked went with. Biro, and then Hustler got a hold of me to play it. Um, it just it just went fucking crazy. Yeah, and then TV TV got a hold of me. Um that was awesome. Uh B Movie TV. Um they got a hold of me and I've been on there for about 6 years. So I do they'll take like uh my show and they'll cut out the penetration and then they'll put my show on TV. So yeah, and B Movie TV is awesome. I don't know if you guys heard of it yet. No. Um it's it's on Roku channel. And uh, you can see a lot of different porn stars on there. That's, like, the only channel there is that shows porn stars that have their own show. So it's like, fuck. That's awesome. uh, Yeah, you guys will have to definitely check that out. Yeah, Um, yeah, and, uh, man, it just been storming ever since you guys <laughs> are, are
4: there like pervy the clown like documentaries because that story was amazing yeah
3: just just the
4: ideal and and no like disrespect or anything because i think it's amazing but like just the idea that you were like this guy i was like i want to make sculptures yeah people love art and well, then you were you, already you, <laughs> yeah. up, you were established yeah. you had you had
5: a career but then you were like uh, people don't move. like
4: it here. I'm gonna move. Yeah, people don't like my art here. They don't give a fuck about art. I'm just gonna like dress up like a clown and abuse girls.
3: <laughs> yep. and it
8: works out great, man. Because then you know I'll get porn stars on my show. They line up and they want to do shows, and then like I'll I won't talk about what I do. All my shows are just right off the bat. Just they're not. They're not, I don't, don't sit down and write down what I'm going to do, right. uh, anything like that. You know, I just kind of, I, the girl will ask me, the porn star girl actress will ask me, um, she'll, you know, are you going to get me all full of pies? And then I might say, well, if I don't get lucky, and then she'll say, well, can you please watch my hair? And then that's it. That's all I've ever had. Other than that, no. Um, I had one porn star uh, Stevie Ray, she was on the show. This was a really outstanding show. She was on the show and uh she uh she calls me up and I give her my number and she's like, Hey, I'm in Vegas. She's like, and I'm gonna drive there and she's like, and my mom's gonna drive me. So I'm thinking, Oh fuck and, you know, Mom and daughter, thinking, we're Mom, you know. <laughs> right? So I'm like yeah, so I'm like I'm like, Your mom's cool with that? And she's like She's like, well, she, yeah, she, she'll she just hang out while I do the show. You know, she can go for a ride in the car or whatever, come back. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, she's cool. Does she want to be on the show with you? And She's like, you know what? Let me ask her. She gives me about five minutes, comes back to the phone. She says, yeah. I said, yeah, what? She's like, she'll be on it with me. I'm like, no way. <laughs> so they come out. Her mom looks like a fucking porn star. Oh, I mean, my her God. mom's got blown up boobs, you know, all decked out. She looks like a fucking porn star. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah.
8: Um, so she the, was the driving. Guard, cute, cute as hell. I mean, you know, she's uh, a porn star, but her mom was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, and, uh, so her mom gets out there, and her mom's drinking, and, you know, she can't leave me alone. She's just like pervy this, pervy that, pervy this. Um, you know, you are gonna fuck us both, pervy. Uh, I'm gonna get me some of pervy. I mean, she just wouldn't let up. And at the time, I was dating this girl, and the girl was at the house. You know, and she oh, was gonna watch shit. my dog. as I did the show. on you know, <laughs> <in> my house. <laughs> you watched so, the dog? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like thinking to myself, fuck this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm going to get crazy with her mom. Yes. So we get on this, we start the show. And she's just tagging, me, man. I jumped on top of her head. I started fucking dry humping her fucking head. <laughs>
3: like, she's like, Help,
8: she couldn't get me off her. she was tripping. It was the funniest thing in the world, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. and, and, and 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 to get lucky with them is just, you know, a mom and a daughter at the same time. You know, it's like what yes. the fuck?
3: Yeah.
5: When would that ever happen? <laughs> no, 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 not my life. That's what I'm saying, like, was her mom yeah. already
4: in porn and she was like, daughter, you got to be in porn too. Like, yeah. No,
8: I, she kind of, she, she, her mom looked like she was a stripper or something, Right. but yeah, I yeah. asked her if she ever did anything in the entertainment industry, and I think she told me she stripped back when she was younger and that was it, but she had fake boobies and fur coat and <sighs> Fucking, I mean, she's just dialed up. She was, huh? I was like, "Oh my it. god!" She, she was asking
5: for it, perfect. That's, that's... <laughs> oh man.
8: So I do the things you know people don't expect. Yeah. I porn star Carrie Ann. I did a show with her, and uh, you know, I was trying to get lucky with her, and I was just doing the things that she couldn't believe. You know, I <sighs> uh, flipped over upside down on her. You know, about killed myself, but it's funny, <laughs> you know. They don't expect it <laughs> and Man. that's what I do. I do anything that they don't expect, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's... So I almost think I'm going to change the show and make it like a game show mm. where they win a prize, you know, a big cash prize or something if they can make it through the show. Uh-huh.
4: So. <laughs> so is it like a, what do you, what yeah, do you that's... do? Is it a full like video show and everything?
8: Uh yeah, yeah. I, I, I tape it, um and then I uh it, it, you know, like sometimes I'll do live broadcast on chatterbait. Um mm-hmm. if not then I just tape it and I put it for sale and then I put the other you know, the most of it on T V except the penetration. So oh, okay. yeah.
4: Where on T V, so what final. what what network is taking a Pervy the Clown That's show? A, the Roku. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
8: even on demand on there too. They have a B movie TV. Uh if you go on Roku or if you have a smart TV, you go on the search area and you search B Movie TV. Cool. And uh yeah, B Movie and then it's like fire flames the picture is and it's free to follow that channel. You don't have to pay for for a prescription or nothing. Um, and then there's also they also have a on demand Ooh. on there as well, and it's called on demand, so you can just click it and uh, watch watch my show anytime. You know they have different people's shows in the on demand area, nice. but I'm on on Fridays on midnight.
4: Okay, it's so. interesting, perfect because you, you you I assume consider yourself a porn star, but you. Sound more like a radio show host, Or uh, like I'm getting the radio show yeah. host vibe, like a, like an early like Howard <laughs> no, Stern. I've, I've like... been
8: around the bush, man. I've I've <laughs> done a, I've been in the porn industry now for, oh god, I want to say about eleven years now, twelve years. Um, I've been on TV for six years. Um, and with TV, I took TV on because I thought okay, you know, here I am waiting for a shoot for from Hustler or, you know, whatever, you know, company you're shooting for. And as a uh, male and female, you know, uh, you know, porn stars, they, they really don't make too much on their shoots unless it's like a cosplay movie. Um, then you're making more because there's more acting than just fucking, Um So I figured, fuck, I'll open the door and go on TV, and that'll get me more known, and you know, I'll have more customers, uh, fucking, you know, I'll do, so I started on TV, and at that point, I figured, fuck, I'll do condom commercials, which I've done on there, um, spunk Loop commercials, uh, you know, different things like that, different people um and then i started a radio show like you guys had have uh i did that for i want to say about a month and i was uh which those videos are on youtube and the radio show was called mindfuck radio and uh i just didn't have enough time to keep it going man at that time i had shoots with hustler Uh, you know, them wanting me to be Spongebob, uh, fucking, (laughs) you know, Elmo's porno. Uh, Then I started doing porn on myself. You know, (laughs) I'm like, fuck this. I'll film my own stuff too. And, uh, you know, I just want, I do stuff to blow people's mind, you
5: know. I, That's what I was going to ask. Have I, you ever I, had? I go have, for the shock value. Have you ever had, like, Nickelodeon be like, you can't do SpongeBob anymore, pervy? Yeah. Like,
3: ever- <laughs> I've never had nobody bug
5: me. It's, it's, it's just awesome. Like, I've done, it,
8: you know, I've done uh, uh, Hellraiser, uh, you know, shit to blow people's minds, scary movies, movie. the porno. Yes. Um, you know, and I put a bunch of porn stars in it. Yes. So like right now, a lot of people are going around saying how, because I also direct movies that I'm in, um, in, you know, like uh, i made Halloween Triple uh, X and uh, it's called Halloween X Michael's Sexual Desires, um, which uh, Hustler already had Halloween, the porno out. Um, so I had to change the name a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, and when I made the movie, it blew their movie away <sighs> and, uh, they even knew it did. And I put, God, nine different, nine different females in it. Uh, seven of them were porn stars, famous porn stars. And, uh, I would played Michael Myers, man. Nice. And I put a few different guys in there. And I, my neighbor. This is this was comical because my neighbor was 68 years old, and he knew what I did. And uh, I know and what he, you're doing he, over there. he 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 liked it. You know, he was an old band guy. He used to play in a band when he was younger. So at that point, he's like, hey, uh, can you put me in one of your movies? And so so I'm like, are you sure? And he said, yeah. So I put him and his wife in Halloween, and uh, he fucking made a perfect Dr. Loomis. So he played Dr. Loomis in Halloween, and it was just—he was too fucking perfect, you guys. Which there's, there's, like on my Twitter, there's little trailers of it. Yes, and he—he he was too fucking funny. Well, that guy ended up—he. Uh, He liked it. He loved it. You know, of course he's an older guy and he gets to mess around with some young ladies and shit, you know, in there as well. So he just, after that, he was like, Hey dude, can you put me in any porno, man? You got going. So then then I set him up. Yeah. Then I set him up. Uh, I think I put him in, uh, fuck. What else was it? Uh, uh, some other fucking Christmas, uh, bad Santa. He played bad Santa in the bad Santa porno. Uh, so that was that I think good. I've i guy that. was really funny. So at that point yeah. I was just like, fuck man. <laughs> and uh, then a bunch of you know, uh my life is pretty crazy because I got this women all over me every day, you know, all these women, all these women, all these girls wanna shoot. Um, so it's just you know, I'm like, fuck it. So I set him up with daddy, daddy uh daddy dom you know, shoot. So he shot like with seven or eight different 20 year old girls and the guy can't fuck. That's the only thing. And all he can do is eat pussy. So it's like, dude. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, Oh, whatever. Man.
5: <laughs> just eat that pussy. old oh, man. Yeah.
8: So it's anything to make money. And in my life is I sit back and <clears throat> like, um, now that i've been in porn for a while you know been a porn star i think to myself okay the the majorest money in porn is the most sickest fucking grossest stuff um you know like some people don't think it's sick but some people will go oh my god that's fucking disgusting well that's the stuff they want and (laughs) (laughs) which is fucked up you guys so like uh you know i can bang this girl i can bang that girl you know normal you know, without being pervy. And, you know, I'll I'll sell the movie, you know, and then they're like, oh, yeah, this is such and such. She's hot and she's popular or famous. You know, I sell the movie, but if I do, I can snatch up a couple chicks and do a fucking orgy with me and three, four chicks, and I'll sell that motherfucker fucking 20, 30 times a day. (laughs) So I'm like, huh, so, it's, you know, it's the most craziest shit they want. Yeah. So, I figured to myself, at that point, I was already doing Pervy the Clown, and they loved it. So, I thought, fuck, man, why not put an Elmo costume on and fucking play some Sesame Street music and fucking, you know what I mean, do the letter of the day. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> and I did that, and it's, the, oh, my God, I must sell Elmo's porno fucking 50 to 100 times a day. I am. I and it's been out for years now, a couple of yes. years. So it's at that point I'm like, Fuck this man, I'm getting crazy. So I do I do everything you can imagine with cosplay yes. um that that I can think of. And then like if a famous movie comes out, I'll try to repeat that movie in a porn way. Because nice. it's going to sell like crazy. Yeah. You know, final destination. So I made a yep. final sextination. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it just, it sells like fucking crazy, man. You know, they love it. The Fog Guy. I've done the Fog Guy. You know, remember the old show, The Fog Guy? Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah. Anything to bring back is what they like. Nice. And they'll tear it up. Cosplay, sex, shit. They love it. Because they'll turn it out, they'll purchase it more because it's, I, I think it's because it's weird and it's kinky and, yeah. you know, they. it's it, plus the couples will get the shit instead of a couple sitting down going watching <laughs> oh, a porno with a guy and watching somebody just bang a chick, it's more mm. kind of funny to them mm. to where they're, you know what I'm saying?
4: yeah. I, we have we, to wrap, we have it, to wrap up. it up, but, but I have to ask before we wrap it up because you brought up. A bad Santa, and there's been this company that, like, when I get bored of all the vanilla stuff, you know, and I'm like, ah, I want to see yeah. something fucking weird. I found this company called Horror Porn, and they have a bad Santa. Is that your bad Santa, or is that a different one? <laughs> no,
8: they got a company out, um, Horror Porn. Like, I did, uh, that's through Hustler, man. Is that um, what it always? They're okay. connected with them, and, like, I did it. And then, I think I seen uh, that one. That, yeah. And then, um, you know, I didn't do anything else through them. I just kind of went after that. I just kind of just thought to myself, okay, Halloween, you know. So, and so wait, I wait, like, pervy. Okay, do Halloween, and then I did Halloween, and then I thought Hellraiser, and then I just kept, yeah. you know, it's it's what brings the money, man. So wait,
4: like, I, they, let me cut you off like, though. I gotta cut you okay, off. Go ahead. So, so the uh, I, I, there's a, a horror porn with a clown. That is that you? Yes. Oh, yes I fucking yes, yes. masturbate to you every night he per- loves you, <laughs> you that was so cool shit <laughs> yes
5: per- <laughs> where yeah. can everybody find you
3: besides Slim's <laughs> besides, where can everybody find besides you besides Slim's bedroom <laughs>
8: <laughs> it's, it, I just, it, that's the stuff that sells the most it's right? the most bizarre stuff yeah. you know what I mean Yes, oh. it's the bizarre stuff. It's it, that's what they like. They it's the bizarrest shit. Like uh, I did cops, and it was girl cops arresting guys. Yeah. And then I even did uh, Tiger on there. That Tiger guy that was on Netflix. Oh, Tiger King! So, <laughs> Tiger. Yeah. All
4: right, we got it. We got it. Pervy
8: arrested, and that was fucking Pervy, We love people you. Love
4: we love you. You're amazing. We gotta wrap it up. Where, go, where, guys. where are people gonna look you up at? Where, yes. where can we find you?
8: Uh, you guys can find me on B-Movie TV on uh, Friday nights at midnight, uh, which is free. Uh, and you guys can also find me on Clips for Sale, uh, Pervy the Clown Clips for Sale. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Pervy the Clown. Uh, Facebook, uh, Facebook. I'm Richard Ethan Oates.
4: So, yes. Nice. Love you, Pervy. love you, Pervy. You, you don't even know. You're a celebrity have- to me. You're Love you guys, man. I've, I've come to you several times.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can get you guys out on the show one time, man. Fuck you get a yeah. bunch of girls and Fuck let them yeah. go crazy on you. A bunch of clown girls. Yes. I think that would be a riot. Would be. <laughs>
5: would be the best. Have a good night, my friend.
2: <laughs> you too, you guys. Talk to you soon. Talk soon.
4: <laughs> Rob and Slim show.
2: Hey, Rob. What's up?
4: Well, this is Slim. Oh Robinson
2: uh, Show what's up? Slipped. Yeah,
4: give it. Give us a second here. Rob sitting down right now.
2: I'm slitting. Okay. Slitting. Slitting down. Slitting dramatic. down. How oh, are man. you, dude? I'm kind of nervous. I have to go up after perv- pervy the clown, man. I don't know <laughs> I'm gonna do. That's a tough bill. Man. It it's is. A tough bill for me. It's... I don't know how. I'm gonna bring everyone down now. Oh. I, know, <laughs> I know. I
5: know. I know it's okay though. It's okay. The show goes where it goes, my friend. It goes. Yeah, yeah, right. It goes everywhere. You are. Uh, we ha- This is the third time we've had you on, right?
2: I think it's the second. It, well, it could be the third, actually. Maybe there, there's two Dark Moon ones.
5: Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: Because I've uh, been doing Dark Moon comic for a long time. For
5: a long time, I feel like it was either first or second season that we came across to you, and you sent us shirts. You we've. We've had you on before, and uh, yeah. you messaged me about a month ago, uh, and I was like, wow, 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 we we're, we're going to do it again, we're going to do it again, because, Hell yeah. Hell dude, yeah. you've been better, but you were diagnosed with stage four brain cancer, right?
2: Yeah, this summer, um, I was uh, just doing my normal thing, I was making a lot of music, um, I was you know, working at my job, and started getting headaches um and the next thing you know like kind of headaches started getting a little worse so it got to the point i had to go to the doctor and then next thing you know ct scan and i thought it was just routine a routine you know exam and they were like took me over to the emergency room right there and they were like yeah you have a mass in your head we're gonna do an mri tonight so it was like it was like a, a roller coaster from there It was just like woo, you know and like surgery and like re, you know real soon and uh yeah but yeah you know um i recovered great from the surgery i was really worried about it um doing really good you know they give you a lot of bad news but i i That's... feel really good i feel really positive i've lost a ton of weight because i i guess diets help with uh with brain cancer in particular. So wow. I've been doing a crazy diet, like keto mostly, and, uh, you know, just restricted calories. When they found yeah, it, a lot, how much time did they that, give
5: you? When they, when they found that you had it, how much time did they, they were give like,
2: you? I mean, that's rough because they were like saying like 95% of the cases are like six months to three years, you know, that's, but, but w- what happens is they factor in that a lot of people that get it, first of all, are like, um, in their 70s you know or in like mid 70s or something that's like kind of so you if you do it like on a curve like you know based on when i got it my health Mm. my ability to kind of recover from surgery also like there's all these factors about um genetics and things like that so luckily i've found that i um i should be like you know um uh you know recovering well from the and doing well with the treatment so that's That's, I've had some really good signs, but at the same time, you know, yeah, it's a scary new world, right? Like, you know, basically, you just look at life differently, so. Wow. That's kind of what I've been doing. Um, I kind of changed, at first, I, you know, of course, I had to just recover from surgery. Like, first week, it's like, you can barely move around. Like, luckily, I was able to kind of get up and walking pretty soon. Yeah. Um, But then, eventually, I kind of wanted to get back into it first making music and also I'm kind of finishing out some dark moon stuff and um, but I was got back into music and then I'm like I'm just going to put all this stuff out for, for charity for brain cancer research at UCSF and um, that's kind of been my new thing and it kind of um, you know kind of got me back into uh, like having a purpose with that stuff and uh, kind of giving back too because I don't really need the money from the music I'd rather just give it to charity so yeah uh, yeah, yeah that's that's what I've been up to and uh, i know one of your guys friends had uh, you know a bad experience and uh yeah it's a r- it's it's a rough diagnosis
3: yeah That's a, know? Uh, like a- uh,
5: i know i was messaging you one of my buddies he had uh, like eye pain and he went he went for a scan or yeah. something and yeah they right. found they found a tumor and he didn't even uh, from talking to him he i don't even feel like he felt he was going to pass but then right right like a couple months later he was he was gone he was gone so
2: that's the thing is it it has yeah it has like a it has like a regular thing where it tries to come back so for me i'm trying to like do all i can to keep it like and you know you have your kind of standard thing with surgery and stuff um, and then there's radiation and chemo but uh Mm -hmm. what i've been doing in addition is there's this thing called optune which is like these electrodes you basically wear in your head like 75 to 80% of the time. And you it's like a scalp, um, like these pads. And you can cover it up with a cap, but it's like sending like electric waves in your brain that's supposed to keep a, um, you know, um, what do you call it? The cells that rapidly divide to, from coming back. Wow. That plus the keto diet is supposed to starve out the tumor. So those are the things I'm trying to do in addition and then just try, you know, like you never know, like yeah. It's a, it's been a great lesson in like, you know, for everyone, like not just people in my situation that like, you know, life can be short and like, you know, you just gotta enjoy every every moment. That's do, what I was gonna ask. Do, yeah, ah. hang out with friends, uh, yeah. hang out with family, you know, do do fun stuff, and you know, yeah.
5: That's what I was gonna ask. Has it changed your outlook? Has it? How has it changed your
2: outlook? Yeah, like completely. Like I mean, it's weird though because it kind of fades like i mean um like wh- right after surgery i was just like looking at life completely differently just you know happy for every single day and then suddenly not, now i'm back at work and i'm like when is it going to be five you know it's like but yes! like you know i still <laughs> but i still you know i still don't fully jump into that and also like i've been trying to control like any type of anger any type of stuff because it's frustration it's not it's not worth the time it's So I've been trying to work on that. Um, yeah. And then just like, yeah, trying to, I started a YouTube to just send a positive message to other people out there. Because when I first got the diagnosis, I like went on the internet and just went YouTube and just Googled everything. And it's all bad info. Mm. But like, it took me hours. I mean, it took me days and days to find people that had lived for 20 years with this thing. And or or longer, but they're out there. You know, it's just that it's hard to find info. So, yeah. so and there's also people that you know pass real quickly. So, like I'm trying to just spread the message of like you can, because I kind of felt like oh shit, I'm I'm done. You know, like I mean, like it's a lot to handle like, your first couple weeks, but then I'm like now I feel great. I'm back at work. I'm doing well. So I'm just like trying to spread the positivity of uh you know, after these kind of crazy diagnosis, you can uh you know kind of um, make something good of it, you know, still have, still do cool stuff. I'm trying to finish up my, uh, final dark moon print, mini, mini print version, which I don't know how it's going to come out. Um, I'm, we're still, uh, kind of going back and forth over the details, but, uh, you know, just trying to, trying to do some, uh, doing some great music, uh, and just, you know, trying to get back into that stuff and, you know, be creative again, you know, and, uh, yeah. Um, the dark moon stuff The I don't, uh, so I had the four motion comics and that was kind of the, the original story. And then I was trying to kind of, um, add on like a Mac and nine, which is the artist I work with kind of base story. Um, also I'm doing uh, for dark moon comic, a, um, a redo of the original ones, the number one soundtrack with new music I've done. Um, so I'm basically like doing a remix of the com of the motion comic which should come out pretty soon. So, you know, I've just been trying to stay busy with that stuff and uh stay creative. So,
5: for anyone that hasn't heard it yet, what is the the premise of Dark Moon?
2: Yeah, so um Dark Moon is a motion comic. Um it's um available on Madefire and on YouTube too just Dark Moon Comic. You can just type it. And um it's basically um, the Earth is about to get hit by an asteroid. Um, a scientist has just kind of discovered teleportation. Um, you know, was kind of experimenting with it, and you know, right before the asteroid hits, he he grabs some uh, people that are nearby, and and they all um, escape. But they end up um, at this thing that the thing was already pointed at this dark moon, where they have these um, suits on that they have to wear. Um, they, I mean, they you know they they were like. You know if they're going to land on you know like basically spacesuit. So anyway, they're they're on this this moon and they're getting kind of hunted by an alien or aliens and uh you know that just that kind of story and then then it goes on from there and number two where they you know find out more and then you know I I actually was pretty happy because I'm not a uh, I've never I've always wanted to write comics but I've always kind of just failed out and not done it but this was me kind of after the number one kind of taking it further. And, like, even in number three, I think I actually developed, like, some, like, emotions with the characters where I was trying to, like, (laughs) portray it in the motion comic. By the way, the motion comic format in general is so underused and it's such a cool kind of thing. It's just, um, especially for artists, I mean, like me, that, like, um, I don't know if I could recruit enough actors to, like, put something together. But you can hire an artist and and, then... Um, make the, you know, with these tools you can make all the uh, parts of them move and kind of add some motion music to the thing. Mm. So my whole thing was, like, I always wanted to do soundtracks for movies, uh, never really got the opportunities, but I just started making my own, basically. You know, so that's kind of why I went with Motion Comics. It gave me complete control to be like a director um, and uh, without the trying to gather up, you know, 40 people or something yeah
4: but as as far as motion comics go like if you do a motion comic does that mean you also have like a a still comic version of that
2: um some people do i mean i mean one of the big motion that wolfenstein did like a couple motion comics um and um i I mean they're mostly uh you know video game franchise i don't know if they have a paper comic but they uh but, um, but you know, um, yeah, the, my, for my first issue, I put out an actual print comic, but I found that was, that was way too hard for, I mean, the motion, the made fire tools really gave me the ability to do everything I wanted to do. So then like, wh- I was, I was kind of wanting to do a print comic and it came out, but it wasn't, it was so much work for, you know, not as much reward as I, I, so I kept going with the motion comic basically. Um, and it's kind of, I think similar to anime or similar to like, it's just like, you just have speech bubbles instead of people talking. It's right. kind of the difference, you know, and then kind of also the vibe, you know, but, uh, there's different vibes for that stuff. So, but yeah, it's, it's, it was a lot of fun to do. Now I'm just trying to put out like a mini print version of this one with, uh, the artist Mike and I, and, uh, as part of kind of like a, a, you know, like an album and comic combo. So I am trying to kind of get back into print, but, uh, I'm probably going to do it like a black and white, kind of like a mini zine type of deal, mm-hmm. you know, kind of keep it simple. What was the album
5: you did for Matic?
2: Um, teleported was the one that I did. I first, I did a soundtrack for the dark moon comic, but then I did a teleported by with Mike and I, and now we just put out teleported two which both of them 100% of sales are going to uh the UCSF cancer uh brain cancer research center. Um like I said I, I you know I have a pretty good job I don't need the money and I'm just putting it out to to raise some money um for this you know for this cause that obviously I care about. Yes. I've been kind of frustrated cuz honestly brain cancer research is like hasn't it has recently but it hasn't changed much in the last like 50, 60 years. That's a lot. Just uh, recently, just there's been ask. a lot, but it's like, it's kind of depressing to see, like, there's been a lot of other, like, like, uh, some other cancers have a lot of, uh, updates. Um, but yeah, so I'm just trying to wow. kind of, you know, it's something not a lot of people get affected by. So, you know, it's, it's a, you know, um, it's not, you know, it's not followed as much as some of the other ones. So, oh, yeah, you know, okay. Yeah, trying that, to trying to represent.
5: <laughs> that's what I heard about the um, the COVID vaccine. That it was originally a, a cancer type vaccine that they were working on. Oh, really? That, okay,
2: I didn't know that. But they, yeah, I mean, even one of the even one of the. Um, drugs i was looking at for possibly later um because my uncle's a pharmacist he was kind of telling me about it is a is a breast cancer drug that's you can be used as an alternative like alternatively used for for brain cancer you know i don't know if that's going to fit my what i need um uh, but uh that you know it's crazy like they're always looking for these alternative uses for drugs yeah uh, you know Yeah. so yeah it's kind of interesting uh but yeah i mean it's it's pretty crazy all the um they have a lot of uh different uh, clinical trials you can go into. I mean, the optune therapy I wear is insane. I basically like have a five pound like k- thing that I have to carry around, or you know you sleep with it on and everything wow. um but but the statistics are really good on it, so it's yeah. like I'm just kind of committed to it. That's cool. Yeah, uh, so. I
5: can't. I couldn't even imagine having to make that kind of an adjustment. But I, I, if you have to, uh-huh. you,
2: you have to. Right. Yeah. You just get used to it. But then there's things like I get out of bed and I get pulled back because the thing is on top of my head. There's all these wires and things. So yeah. it's not too cumbersome. But you just forget about being kind of like tied to an, a little five pound anchor once in a while so it's
5: I, I like you know
2: try to let yeah. my cat in and i get like pulled back <laughs> so
5: it's pretty funny I,
2: I i i my
5: leg falls asleep and i can't get up so i can only imagine yeah the extra oh
2: man the sometimes extra. i get in bed and then i have to get right back up to like turn off the heat or something yeah. and i'm just like so bummed i'm like are you kidding me because oh, <laughs> you have to like plug the thing into like an outlet too so it's like yeah oh man but besides all well, you that always just, have to, just like we were saying
5: you just you know you're, you're just like we were saying before you almost you're wishing your life away when you're working like i can't wait for it to be five right, o'clock right. so i, I can know, get out of here.
2: yeah and then you're just like living for the weekend or whatever yes. after work and stuff but yeah i mean Luckily, I have a pretty good amount of, like, free time during the day where I can kind of chill out. and, uh, You know, get to, but, but yeah, it is kind of this thing where now I'm back to the routine. Also, yes. you just forget that immediacy of, like, when you first come back from, like, something like this, you're just, like, you have all these feelings of, like, wow, light, you know, life and all this. And then it kind of, you know, just like anything, it kind of starts to fade after a while and you're, you know, I, I still, I mean, I still, it's still a big thing in my life, but like, you know, it's hard to hold on to that immediacy of like, damn, I just went through that. Like if you almost get hit by a car, you, your life is different, but not for for a long time, right? It's like, yeah. it's different for a while and then you forget it, you know, kind of. Yep. Exactly. Wow. So I've just been trying to kind of like, you know, chill more definitely. And just like, I try to like, so many days I go through and just not even like go outside and chill. So I try to like, you know, just, just be a little more chill.
3: <laughs>
2: nice. What is next
5: for dark moon besides a printed comic?
2: Yeah. Um, the, 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 uh, re-release of the first one with the new soundtrack is going to be the next thing. And then honestly, I have to like, I mean, I might just switch to something different. Um, I'm doing more music stuff right now. Um, but possibly I might try to do more more comic related stuff. But uh, mm. for now, it's I just still it's really undiscovered overall. Like there, like some of the videos, like the some of the episodes have a good amount of views. But like every time someone sees it, they're like, "Why you know this is like awesome? Why don't more people watch it?" And it's just like. Cause I don't know how to market stuff, man. Like <laughs> no, you know, I, do I just I. know how to make the stuff. And, <laughs> yes, that's
5: a hard you, thing to do. And I wanted to ask too: yeah. Do you do you have a definite end end for the for the series?
2: Well, it kind I kind of finished it up in number four, where it like, um, it has like a, a feel good ending, and then like I've always wanted to do an in like a, um, a one before like a pre prequel. Yes. and maybe that with the original artist because right now i'm working with a different artist on the on the mini print okay. but uh with the original artist i would love to do a prequel that i had an idea for but so that could be something but it's kind of like it's just i i sometimes i get too many things going at once so i'm kind of like i'm trying to finish up this music stuff i i'm actually gonna be talking to a couple different artists about about music artists about stuff but uh but yeah, I'm I'm also just not trying to get too many balls rolling. So for now, the prequel is just kind of TBD. Um, but it'd be awesome to do. It
4: it it's definitely an extra ball rolling. But you should think about maybe trying to. Um get involved with, like, an indie game developer and do, like, a video game prequel or something like that.
2: Or an app game. Um, My cousin's actually in that industry. He's been... uh, He designed some of the original Call of Duty levels, and uh, now he's a, uh, like, a higher-up, like, a management type of guy. But, uh, yeah, he's... uh, I've kind of, like, tried to pitch it to him um, in different ways. But, yeah, I mean... I would, it would have the right imagery for, a, for a sick game. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Even
4: like right now, like all, uh, a lot of <laughs> like indie games get very popular. So you can do like a simple, like 2d game and people would fucking love right. it. Right. You know?
2: Yeah. iPad game or iPhone droid game. Yeah. All that yes. stuff. I mean, yeah, I, I need, I need to kind of start at least reaching out to more people. I like, uh, I'm so bad at that, but, uh, you know, Hey, if there's any indie developers out there, um, i um, uh check out Dark Moon comic, uh, send an email. Check <laughs> out my camp. I get those emails. Yeah. Well, um, we get we have this shadows. guy.
4: We have this guy, Purvy the Clown. He might do a porno version of your yeah. story. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. That's a that's that's a good idea. That's a good one. Tell me. Yeah. Give him my contacts. Give him
5: my contacts. <laughs> We're all gonna be a Pervy the Clown movie at some point. We're all gonna be just getting that's spanked. Awesome.
2: That's I mean that's all I really wanted to talk about is uh, that, that interview. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was and, like I saw that I'm like oh man I have to follow that. Up
4: I didn't get starstruck until the end when I realized like oh no like he's in a porn that I've watched several times. I watch him <laughs> like, once a week. I've I've, yeah. I've <laughs> masturbated to a porn this guy is. <laughs> You know, I know that guy. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a much more interesting story. No.
3: All right. <laughs>
4: wait, wait, uh, well, hopefully, we'll be, I'll be jerking off to a Dark Moon porn at some point. Yeah. <laughs> dark
2: Moon slash. Yeah, I'll work, I'll work on that. That sounds like a good <laughs> ball to in there.
4: <laughs> if all else fails.
5: <laughs> oh, Ah, <laughs> oh, dramatic it's, it's been great talking to you again though dude thank you so much definitely
2: guys thank you so much yeah for all right me. same touch yeah <laughs> definitely good to talk to you absolutely where can uh-huh. everybody find you um uh darkmooncomic.com oh no no that's that's not up now it's just the twitter is darkmooncomic um and, and known shadows as in known and not known but uh or unknown uh but known shadows dot com is my music, um and freematic dot com is another place. I get uh, all those emails from all those sites. So if anybody wants to hit me up about a a video game or whatever else, uh yeah, hit me up.
4: Oh porno. Awesome. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, or that. <laughs> oh, ha-
5: t- take care, dude. Thank you so much. All right, happy new year guys. Have a great Happy one. New Year. You too. All right. We will be back next week yes. because it's two weeks. It's, it's the first of two weeks and then we'll be off again. Yes. So who's signing us out?
4: Yo, what's up? I just want to say that this has been a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, Owen, did you ever like fucking light a Christmas tree on fire? No. Uh, I know I mentioned that earlier, but it was the coolest yeah. thing in the world. So I got my Christmas tree <laughs> like Christmas day like me and me like we went over to get a Christmas tree you know me and me by myself nobody's really with me or anything so I went and I got a Christmas tree and I fucking put it up like seven o'clock in the morning like I went early I went out like 5 a.m. to get this tree and then I set it up and it was set up by like 7 a.m. and I built it and I put some fucking ornaments on it and stuff and then I robbed some boxes that were just lying around the house in, like, wrapping paper. And there was nobody coming over. I don't have any kids or anything like that, but I was like, I want to have Christmas morning, right? So I wrapped some fucking, fucking packages, right? But I, I knew, <laughs> I knew there really wasn't anything in these packages. So, like, I kind of made myself Christmas breakfast. You ever have a Christmas breakfast? like a breakfast. And then Christmas lunch, and then I had a Christmas dinner. And like after Christmas dinner, I was gonna open (laughs) them the empty boxes that I wrapped, but I knew there wasn't really anything in them. So I slid it on fire. (laughs) Fucking cool. Fucking fire, it's cool. You light anything on fire, it's fucking cool, but like when you light a Christmas tree on fire, or like smells like smoked pine. (laughs)
1: Oh my god, I I wish we could suck on each other. I want to suck on you too. I'm going to suck you so hard. Suck me. Can we do this? Are are, are we allowed to do this? I don't care. I just want you fuck all of this. Let's just get the hell out of here and be whatever the fuck we want. That's evolution. That's progress. I want a family. Can we have a family?
3: Yeah. I'm more alive than I've ever been. Uh